0: Welcome to the best, worst NBA podcast in the motherflippin' world! You like that, you like mm, that felt good. Um, Paul's not here. He just leaves. He just goes to places and doesn't tell me and he's like sorry man I didn't bring my microphone what do you mean you didn't bring your microphone this podcast is everything to me I was there was a time of unemployment I had a a few weeks ago where this was my only job and it doesn't even pay any money (laughs) um so I don't know where Paul was he just he just left and just said sorry man um he did text me what one day last week and say um uh, we're going to talk about the return. And I was like, what's the return? And he's like, Joke him no Noah Return. And I'm like, all right, I'm glad, almost glad you're not on the podcast. Um, I tried to get some mates on the podcast. Tried multiple mates. None of them keen. Not from, oh, one, Pax, who's been on the podcast before. He was um, going on a cruise ship. Good luck. <laughs> good luck with the old people. Pax, doing a, doing a comedy cruise or something. That's, uh, yeah, good on him. Um, uh, it's just... I realize how few New Zealanders actually know or care about the NBA. Like, I've got a few friends who are kind of experts, some who don't want to come on because they're worried they're going to say something stupid. It's so funny in 2018. People are so worried they're going to say something wrong. It's like, people like Kevin Hart, you don't get fired from a gig for saying something wrong. You get fired for, like, really full-on jokes or attacks or beliefs and then getting asked to apologize or at least, like, Like, uh, explain your actions and refusing to do so. That's how you get fired, or that's how you get into problems in the world. I think any problem, generally, you can apologise for. Look, you do a murder, you apologise for it, you get out of jail in New Zealand in 13 years. You know, you can do... As long as you apologise... Most people are pretty forgiving. I like to think most people are good in the world. Um, It's just hard. I I thought about getting, like, another mate on who just kind of casually knows, and, like, that would be a disaster. There's nothing worse than talking about basketball to someone, or there's a lot of things worse, as war and famine and poverty and genocide. But like, there's nothing worse for me in my privileged life than talking to someone about basketball who wants to have a conversation, who knows nothing about basketball and just wants to have those chats like, um, LeBron's been having a good season though, no eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, what's wrong with the Charlotte Hornets? They used to be uh, great back in the day. I remember Muggsy Bogues and Alonzo Mourning, and uh, who was that other guy? It was Larry Johnson. Nah, I don't think it was Larry Johnson. It was that other guy. It was Larry Johnson. He was on, um... don't think it was Larry Johnson. He was on uh, Fresh Prince of Belia. It was Larry Johnson on Fresh Prince of Belia. By the way, everyone who wants to know who was that guy, Converse, who played for your favourite team, the Charlotte Hornets, back in the 90s, it was Larry Johnson. And, um, yeah. Muggsy Boggs was in Space Jam. I don't want to have that conversation anymore. I sound like a real dick, eh? Especially because I'm into football and I, um, probably sound like that to people who know about football and I'm just talking up my ass. Um good personal news for me though I'm getting a new TV show or a TV show my own TV show hopefully starting in 2000 and next year 19 which is quite exciting gonna be doing New Zealand today the segment I did if uh, you haven't seen it on YouTube or anything like that check it out it's mildly good mildly mildly amusing like everything I do in, in the world um, and next year we're gonna get the opportunity um, thanks to TV3 and New Zealand on here to do it um, uh, a full half hour sh- show it's really amazing it will be a long way away, but anyway, I just thought um uh, there's something interesting about me let's bloody kick this podcast off with a little bit of magic week in review. why'd I say magic like we're not go- it sounds like we're going to magic mayhem. There will be a magic mayhem in um uh, the show no that wasn't it that wasn't it. Um, there will be a bit of magic mayhem in the show coming up, but right now it's time for the weekend review. Week in review. This is so weird, I'm doing a one-man pod, eh? Um, I'm trying to do it anyway. Um, the big news today is that uh, the Clippers, rumoured, um, have noticed a... Um, uh, sorry, the um, Clippers have... Adrian Woznoski, I wish I hadn't said that name out loud, uh, has no- has noted that the Toronto Raptors reckon the Clippers have been sending spies um, or scouts. Maybe They didn't even announce that the guy was secret to like a lot of their games. Um, and the rumour is that they're trying to... Um, Uh, scout out Kawhi, which I don't know why you need to send a scout to games to know that Kawhi is a good player who you want on your team and if you can get him next year, you can get him. But um, more hilariously than that, in the game that the Raptors won easily against Clippers in Los Angeles, um, Kawhi was bombarded by um, kind of novelty questions outside of basketball in the um, press conference, uh, in the the media scrum before and afterwards, and uh, it did not go well. So Merry Christmas. uh Um, Can you talk about your favorite Christmas moment? Not right now. Not right now. He he shot down pretty much all of the uh, questions about being... That was actually a nice one, to be honest, that poor bastard. He just wanted to know about his Christmas habits. But all the other questions were about, like, um, are you finding it cold in Toronto? What do you compare Toronto to LA? They were seemingly, like, innocuous, but you know that the journalist was trying to dig a little bit deeper and... um, kind of hint at, like, a story about, like, oh, Kwai prefers the weather in Los Angeles, so therefore is coming to Los Angeles. Um, It's frustrating that I think most of sports journalism, or not, I wouldn't call this journalism, but most of sports, like, um, tweets and gossip and whatever else you call it, blogs, uh, ESPN crap is just made-up nonsense. And I'm sure the Clippers would like um, Kwai, but who knows if there's any legitimate chance of him actually going there. As a Raptors fan, I really hope they um, keep him. But um, as a Raptors fan, I'd also like to um, open the show with asking um, which teams are good? What teams are good? And I know as an NBA podcast host, I should really be telling people, but I'm not sure if many are. And maybe the bar's too high because um, I know this is a weird... I I realise... Let me defend myself. I realise this is an unusual thing to say. And maybe the bar's been set too high by the Golden State Warriors. But um, I just think it's really... And they're not even leading the... um, the the West at the moment OKC is number one on the table but I don't take OKC seriously I'm a Raptors fan and the Raptors I would have to say would probably be my pick for second best team in the NBA just based on um, personnel and in current performance but um, I don't think they're a legitimate like scary team or a challenger to the Warriors at the moment Celtics are terrible obviously I'd say Bucks maybe as another one of the better teams but again they're going through the East um, the East's easier schedule and have no or little to no playoff experience. Um or not enough anyway. Um yeah, I don't take OKC seriously yet. They've had the easiest schedule and um they're doing well and they're looking good and I like Paul Georgian. Thank God pause in here to rubbish Russell Westbrook as per usual. But um I, I they're not I don't think they're scary yet. The next three games they're playing I think um uh I should really have googled this. They're playing the Pelicans, the um Nuggets who are all right. Uh, the next three games will be a good test to see where OKC's at. Um, the Nuggets, I don't take seriously. They're good, but I think they'll be a regular season team. Um, the Celtics have sneakily won six in a row, but they've got a long, long way to go. Um, basically, the problem with this year, I think, is all the teams we thought um, would be good are struggling, most notably Houston and Boston, who were supposed to be the two main challenges to Golden State to make this year interesting. And all the teams who are good at the moment, Toronto, Denver... Houston, uh, OKC. I just have no trust in uh, whatsoever. So um, until that happens, I don't know. I gotta keep on asking who's good and who's gonna make this year interesting. And it is interesting for every team other than the Warriors and who your finals prediction is. Like picking the top four teams in the NBA who are gonna meet in the East and Western conferences is an amazing question. My picks at the moment would be um, Golden State. Uh, Toronto, Milwaukee. That's leaving Boston out, which was my preseason prediction, which which will change probably later in the season as Boston gets better. Um, and then, uh, uh, who will play Golden State in the Western Conference Final? I think I've got a bet that OKC won't make the Western Conference Final, or that they won't win the. I can't remember either way. Um, I don't want to pick. Uh, I don't want to pick Golden State. So I'll say I'll say Houston gets. It's a long season. I'll say Houston gets their shit together. I hope they do. I hope Houston and Boston come back. Um, Luka Doncic can I just eat my own words here Doncic I'm so sorry um, he has jumped forward I mean he was always already consensus rookie of the year pick but jumped forward as like one of the best storylines of the year so far most famously scoring 11 straight to win the game against the Rockets uh, about a week ago now um, sorry we haven't been recording um, yeah I, I was completely prove, proven wrong on him I thought he was at least going to struggle this year even if he did have the pinch to be a great player and right now the two players that were picked above him look like a mistake um Atlanta looks like a mistake everyone who didn't take him looks like a mistake and all those people who were on talking about Doncic the whole time can really say um I told you so um the the interesting question I saw on Twitter was who would you take um I think it was the starters published it Um, who would you, published? They sent a tweet. Um, It was, who would you take, Luka Doncic or Ben Simmons? And uh, I'd still take Simmons because I do think he is like uh, a freak. I know uh, Doncic is too, but like um, the argument is what's easier, Doncic to learn defense or Ben Simmons to learn um, how to shoot. And um, I think they're both difficult things for those players to get better at. But um, Doncic is not too bad at defense, but Ben Simmons is a shocking 3 three-point and anything from outside the paint shooter. Um, I'd still take Simmons. I can't believe people have got... The NBA is so up and down. I can't believe people have gone on cold on Simmons this year just because he hasn't made a huge um, step forward. Uh, another awesome narrative of the week is um, the Spurs really struggling, which is a shame because I like a lot of their personnel. I want DeRozan to do well. And, um, yeah, always enjoy the Spurs being a competitive team. But right now the West is so stacked that every team behind the, besides the Suns are in it. Oh, i got breaking news on the Suns, by the way. But um, the Spurs... The amazing stat uh, was that the Spurs have lost more 30-point games. Uh, have have lost no more than 30... Po- Sorry, I'll start this tweet again. The Spurs lost by more than 30 points five times in Greg Popovich's first 1,758 regular season games as head coach. It's now happened three times in the last four games. That was just... Uh a week ago, Um, amazing to see them uh, not just get beat, but get beaten badly. And I guess that's the reality of these high-scoring, crazy offense, um, the crazy offense NBA that we're being used to. Um, I've written down here, oh, no, I get to get the Suns breaking news, eh? Um, The Suns owner, I think, has gone mad dog. The Suns are having a bad season, and I'm not sure what's pissed them off. Um, But the Suns owner is threatening to move the team. This is a rumor. This is just a rumor. It's going to move the team to Seattle or Las Vegas, which would be awesome. But the Suns will still suck in both of those places because the owner is the problem, not the city, as far as I can tell. Um, but yeah, major problems in Suns land, which is what will happen when you're the worst or one of the worst teams in the NBA. It's hard to be resilient through that. I wrote, I've written down here, Damien Lillard's shoe designer should be killed. And I think that's probably too too full on uh kind of regret writing that now um i don't think the death i don't believe in the death penalty especially not for people who have just designed bad shoes but i like damien lillard um i kind of like the damien lillard shoe line like he's had some sneakers that have been okay sh- sh- shown promise i remember i wanted to buy one damien lillard i thought it was the damien lillard one but it could be either of them. one that looked like almost like a tennis shoe they he really like white with a gum sole i really wanted that um and he's had a few colorways that I haven't hated, but since then the shoes are just whack. And his latest one, um, they look like they'd be bad shoes from like 2008 that like Dwight Howard would wear. And unfortunately, Orlando, because uh, sorry, not Orlando, uh, Freudian Slip. Unfortunately, um, Adidas has just butchered um, all of their athlete shoes, and even the James Harden shoes look, which is their like marquee name. Um, even their shoes look garbage this year. I feel bad about it because I w- always want to re- represent or support a brand that's not Nike, but Nike's the only one who does decent bustle shoes at the moment. Oh, um, oh, shout out to, um, what's Lonzo, Ball- Big Baller brand. Th- that's actually my favorite shoe design of the year so far. The Lonzo 3s or whatever the hell they're called because he released the 1s and then they didn't even come out and then the last one was the 2s. Oh, let's not get into that. Um, Steph Curry said he didn't believe in the moon landing. People have blown up about that. I'm sick of people jumping at athletes for saying stupid stuff i know there's a Kyrie thing and i know there's the context of um fake news and where we are now and like people not trusting intellectuals or people not trusting science and climate change denial but steph curry was semi-joking about he says he says now that he was joking but people have really backlash against professional athletes and their anti-intellectual views steph curry genuinely seems like a great person and a good guy and it feels not that i'm trying to go oh he's a good guy back him up but um well that is literally what i was doing but What I mean to say is that people are too harsh on athletes. Like, you always give them crap for being boring. But if you're not boring, then um, you seem to manage to create a scandal with everything else you say. And um, it's common for people to not believe... It's a common conspiracy theory and pretty harmless one that people think they haven't landed on the moon. I guess that's a gateway drug to not believing more serious things like vaccines or something like that. But, um, yeah, I don't... uh, I don't... I've just... Had a stroke. No, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't have a problem with him saying stuff like that. I don't think he needs to apologize. It's time for Magic Mayhem. Fionn Ball! I love that you said that. Fionn Ball! I, I used to be jealous of America, but I know. Juice! You're taking every game personal? Love, I'm Elfreda. Sorry if I just effed people's ears there, eh? I didn't mean to do that. Um, I don't have much to say about the Magic. I haven't even followed them. I think they've had a a few uh, narrow losses. Like, they're not looking bad, but they've got a tough schedule right now. Um, I just wanted to point out that uh, I was listening to uh, Zach Lowe. I'm not going to say in what medium or how I was doing it. But um, Zach Lowe was talking about team... A team that gets no, the most disrespected, he, he called them the saddest franchise in the NBA. No one talks or cares about anything they do. And I was like, who could it be? And I thought, when I think of saddest franchise in the NBA, I always think of the Kings. But the Kings, I guess, are having a positive storyline this year. And then you think of other teams that are kind of sad that no one really talks about or notices much. The Pelicans, um, the Grizzlies, and uh, no, he was talking about the Orlando Magic um and, and not that he was not that he was trying to disrespect them, he was just saying that literally no one cares about this team. Um they've had losses, a bad loss to the Mavericks, a loss to the bad loss to the Pacers, who I don't think had a depot, and then um a narrow loss to the Nuggets um in their last three games. Um but yeah. The saddest franchise in the NBA, Paul will be I should should save that, to say that to Paul's face. Um he'll be very uh sad to hear that um disrespect. Uh, email time, if you want to email us, guyandpaul I guarantee I'll read out every email that gets sent through, um, even if they're as bad as this one. Oh no, this is nice. James uh, Burnett says, um, hi, B-words. Uh, don't use that word. I really, uh, l- I don't really like the NBA, or the players. It's weird how many emails we get from people who aren't basketball fans, but hey, if you listen to the podcast, we don't give a shit. Um, but I love Kawhi Leonard's laugh, and one of you is funny try and figure out <laughs> uh, I listen on Podcast Republic so he's letting me know that you can listen to the podcast on Android which is exciting I'm preaching to Converted here people who are already listening to it but um, please leave us a review on whatever podcast uh, app you listen to on and please email us with any thoughts even if they're rubbish um, Guy and Paul at gmail.com thanks for the email James um, time now for Guy I've Been Thinking that's the uh, podcast I've got other emails but I can't be after reading them out now save them for Paul um, guy I've been thinking this week um, I've written down too many stoppages uh, <laughs> this is not well fleshed out, fleshed out I try and watch the NBA a lot but I've also got stuff going on in my life I'm a busy man I like listening to podcasts because I can do stuff while I'm doing it well, I'm not that busy but um, it's hard to sit down in front of a TV for long periods of time and NBA games are two and a half hours long and you watch condensed games and stuff like that but I just wish we could speed up timeouts free throws and reviews, especially at the end of games where they mainly happen. But I guess maybe uh, they'd be more tolerable at the end of the games because at least you're excited to see the outcome. Um, I think the solution is, because I don't know how to speed the game up necessarily without getting rid of free throws. Like maybe you do like, um, here's my idea. Every player shoots 100 free throws before the season starts and whatever percentage um, uh, they shoot uh, during the season that becomes their free throw percentage and then you just do like a computer simulation of a 63% free throw shooter whatever their percentage is, 75% free throw shooter when they get a foul and then the points just get added depending on what the computer says. Is that the dumbest idea I've ever had? It's right up there. But hey, it would get rid of free throws which are boring as shit. Or, mic the players and let let the fans hear what the players are saying during the free throws. That would make, that's an idea, Go to t- approach the problem the opposite way make the uh make the the free throws more interesting and more watchable, I guess. Timeouts. What are they talking about? I know there's a lot of coaches who are good at timeouts, but the number of times you see the coach call a timeout at the end of the game and they drop a terrible play and don't even get a shot up. Um or the play- I guess maybe it's the players not executing it. I'm not sure. I don't think they're gonna be able to realistically tie it in the game. So here's Guy I've been thinking my original idea. They need two things on the NBA League pass so you can watch the games. They need um uh, audio of the games with no commentary, just stadium noise, stadium announcers, just as you pick up, like just put a microphone near the near the court, bit of player banter or whatever you can pick up on the microphone, and um, uh, no commentary because all local commentary basically is bad. There's a few teams that may be okay, but most of it's horrific to listen to. And national commentary, Reggie Miller, uh, is pretty pretty hard to listen to at the best of times. And I'm not really taking shots at those people, I'm just saying it's a very hard job and I'd prefer to listen to the game without without commentary unless it's someone I really like and there's very few commentators um, I really like. Um, so that's the first solution, but that doesn't sol- s- uh, solve the length of NBA games and time and day problem. The time and day problem should be solved by, there should be condensed games, and the NBA does condensed games. Basically the condensed games I think is either a person on minimum wage who's not trying very hard, or an algorithm that just slices down the made baskets, basically. So it doesn't give you a proper um, projection of the game. I remember watching condensed games, I tried it for a while during Russell Westbrook's um, triple-double season, and it didn't really tell you the story of the game because Russell Westbrook always looked amazing because it just showed all his makes. And um, you don't see him having a real bad game, but he still scores 30 points just because he put up such an incredible amount of shots. Um, and I know you can look at the stats afterwards, but my point is that Condensed Game really just shows the, the positive highlights and doesn't, doesn't focus on those lowlights that someone um, as dark in the heart as me really um, uh, enjoys and gets behind. Um, so my solution duh, 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 is a condensed game, 48 minutes long, that only, only shows moments when the ball is in play. Nothing else. It shows the free throws, like, just like, cut to a free throw, in or out, cut to a free throw, in or out, back to the game time. So it should be 48 minutes long. Um, they need to make it easier to scrub through it as well. I'm sure this technology is not far away, um, but I want to be first on it, and that was 've been thinking... Um, that's all for the podcast today. Thank you for listening, a short one. I'll try and do another one on Sunday or something like that with Paul when he gets back from wherever the foop he is. Um, thank you so much for listening. Send any emails, thoughts, ideas, anything you want to Guy and Paul. Yeah, that sounds real desperate, day. Eh? It sounds desperate because I am desperate. Um, Paul at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. or well, I say we. It's just one guy here. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Go hard. Godspeed. I love you for the rest of my life. I've been Guy Williams. That was the silence for where Paul Williams, I've been Paul Williams should be. Goodbye.